for calling Call Me Cowboy. For Western lifestyle, press 1. For country music, press 2. For cowgal pals, press 3. Or stay on the line to speak to our representatives. Thank you. Good morning and happy Friday, guys. I understand that when you're listening to this podcast, it may not be morning and it may not be Friday. So happy whatever your situation is. What a great way to start a podcast. But honestly, that's how this entire episode is. We're all over the place. I don't even think we meant to... I know we didn't mean to record a full episode of us just talking about our life and things going on, but uh, per usual with the Call Me Cowboy podcast, that's what it turned into. So this is a little life update with Katie and I. This is definitely a more laid back and casual type of episode, and I hope you guys enjoy it. So with that said, I just will say we immediately start the podcast with us talking about oranges and then kind of get into the groove. Again, I don't think we meant to even be recording, but I figured it's good, authentic content, so I'm going to keep it in. Okay, guys, I love you and I hope you enjoy this episode. Bye. I'm going in for my second orange of the day. I go through phases where I really like oranges and then I really hate them. It just, like, depends on what kind of day I'm having. Same. I get cold sores, Mm. which I don't... It's just, like, genetic. And vitamin C gives me cold sores really bad. Like, if I drink a bunch of orange juice or something like that, for some reason... I have really bad canker sores from stress, and I get them on my tongue, which is really, really fun. Yeah, and I, uh, like, as soon as I start being stressed out, it's literally within days. Like, as soon as I, like, can feel myself, like, getting overwhelmed, it's, like, the next morning I wake up, my whole tongue is, like, hurting. Oh, my God. Yeah. I just, uh, I, I have, my body does not like to handle stress, I guess. Like intense stress. I don't get very intense, intensely stressed that often. So I think that that it just is like, what the fuck is going on? Has that happened lately? No. Everything going on? No, I'm, uh, but I, I, I'm saying it right now because I know, I know it's going to happen. Like I, in the next couple of coming. Yeah. In the next couple of days, I'm sure I've been, I've been messaging with Abby on Instagram a lot and talking to her about just like just life and what I'm stressed out about and stuff and uh just saying like literally like it's just the big life changes in combination with this professor and like all these things happening at once and like having to like actually like go in and like make a monetary commitment to my business is like really scary like the office space like you're all in yeah and they want me to sign a two-year lease and they won't redo the office space unless I sign a three-year lease which the office space is like fine but i'm gonna send you videos because i'm gonna go look at it today at three but yay that's exciting there are some things there's some things i want changed about it like it's one big square but in the back corner there's like a small office and mm-hmm. i like it like that because like the outside can be like packing and shipping and then that little small office can be where i put up the podcast stuff and like have my desk or whatever but um with the like outside area there's like some little weird cabinets like in the middle of the room that i want gone and I don't know. I bet through the ceiling, like, like up and down, like just randomly in the middle of the room. You'll see when I send you the videos, I haven't gone to go in and look. So maybe it makes more sense when you're inside of it. But from the, I'm just looking from the windows and it doesn't look cool. Um, they're redoing everything in the building, like not, not car charging me. But if I don't sign a three year lease, they're saying they're going to, they're not going to do it. 
oh, they'll, they'll do everything else, but not your specific office. They won't office. modify it. Yeah, they won't modify my office because I won't sign up for your release. And I'm just like, okay, whatever. Like, they're hmm. updating everything. I don't know. I'm going to see what I can do. I just can't imagine, like, she. they said, like, if for some reason I need a bigger space, they're more than welcome to, like, give me, like, because there's, like, an additional 2,000 square foot office space connected to my office that they'll give me. Like, or they'll move me to another office, mm. like, that's bigger. When one comes available. Kita. The one cat that you put your She literally in. just knocked <laughs> a, a freaking corkboard down. Like, how did you even do that? Um, but. I don't know. I get three years being a really big commitment, yeah. though. I guess if you really, really liked the location of it, then that's what would matter. Because then maybe down the road, if you do expand, then you could have, like, that building as like an office space and then you can buy something else for like another studio or like in the same building and still have that See, one but and it's like it's in our retirement annoying. community i don't like love this the location it's just like fine like if i was gonna like if yeah. it started doing better i would really like and i could like afford a bigger space i would really like to go buy something that's a storefront like so yeah. like in wickenburg that way people can shop it that while would i'm be working so cool yeah and then like it's like it doesn't really matter if people shop the storefront because what matters is just that I, right. you know, have a place to work, but it would just be a, a cool addition. And then when winter visitors come in, like I could keep it open like certain hours of the day and then close it other hours. That way I can I still have time to work and it would just be nice to do that. Mm -hmm. But like if I'm stuck in a lease for three years in like, in a, yeah, and it's not rough. in like a retail area, like people are not going to like come shop, you know? So I don't know. I'm still... It's actually something about, like, commercial space that a lot of people don't think about. Like, even with Dare to be a Cowboy, I'm looking at going in with my dad. He has, like, landscaping business, and he needs, like, shop space. And mm -hmm. I need, like, just more inventory space and everything. So you bringing that up, you're not the first person that has looked for space and i've talked to that i said that you know it's not just like a one year six month lease it could be three to five years that you're signing off on so yeah, i don't know they, what we would do about that situation they told me that um they told me that there's no one in like the area that's leasing anything less than that which i believe yeah, i'm sure not. the guy like the guy works with like lots of businesses like in surprise mm -hmm. and stuff and so like if i want to be in the area i'm gonna have to sign a lease for that long anyways but it's just scary because it's like I don't know. I, if I want to move, like, what if I want to move somewhere else? Like, mm -hmm. I can't. Not that I know that I want to or not, but I my, I see myself either getting that rental space in Wickenburg, like, like a storefront, or like bringing my stuff home and just having a big office that me and Ethan build, like when we build our house, like mm -hmm. for me. But I, I'm probably gonna end up signing this lease and being in this space for a long time, which I will figure because <laughs> I it's like, like I this. I know the answer. <laughs> it's like this or nothing. So like, what else are we gonna do? But it's still scary. Like, okay, I'm here for three years, whether I like it or not. Or I could break the lease, but I don't know how much it's, it would be to break the lease. I'm gonna look at it today, and then I think I'll feel better about it. And it has a door to the like. It's like in a building with like lots of offices. You know, like buildings you walk in, and there's like tons of offices inside of them. Mm -hmm. So, like, like individual, like, spaces, like, kind of, like, in Vegas, you, like, walk into a, a mall and there's, like, multiple yeah. shops, right? Like, mm -hmm. so it's like that, except my space has a door directly to the parking lot. So, mm -hmm. like, you can come right in from the parking lot, like, and enter. And it has two big windows and just, like... Yeah, that sounds really perfect. And it uh, sounds like a really good deal, too. 
What's up, guys? As many of you probably already know, I'm a lover of the Western lifestyle, and I'm also a graphic designer. I love creating things that blend a little West Coast into the Wild West and speak to the modern cowgirl. I create stickers, tees, and much more, and you can shop it all at Etsy.com slash shop slash Wayward Western Co. That's Etsy.com slash shop slash Wayward Western Co. And make sure you tell them that Call Me Cowboy sent you. You use the code CALLMECOWBOY10 at checkout, and you get 10% off your order. That's CALLMECOWBOY10 for 10% off of your order. Thanks, guys. Uh, well, in terms of life update, I graduate in April. I'm very much struggling with this professor that I have. Um, she, uh, so I can't really give you any, like, details about her that, like, I've already told Hannah. Like, people listening, I can't tell you, like, the specific situation I'm in makes it even harder. Like, what, who she is and a lot of other things. Anyways, um, but she just hates me and... It's a class that is really important, and it's, like, my senior, like, I'm doing all my senior stuff in it, like, figuring things out, and maybe she doesn't hate me, but I don't know. She says really rude things to me, and, like, every time I talk to her, she, like, laughs and rolls her eyes and, like, just is so irritated with me, so annoyed by me. She, like, talks to me really dismissively, and it's, like, I've asked other people in the class, I'm, like, do you get the vibe that she hates me? And they're, like, yes, we do, and I'm, like... (laughs) Okay, so what the frick did I do? Yeah, I, I feel nev- like in those situations, there's a lot of denial, and so you try to give them the benefit of the doubt a lot. And when it's literally right in front of your face that they're being assholes. Yeah, like when she made that comment, uh, the, when she called Roll and was like, oh, it's quiet, I haven't heard your voice yet. I was like, that is like blatantly rude. Like you are being mm-hmm. like, like in front of everyone here. You are just... And wasn't what? she, isn't she friends with some another teacher that you had or another professor that you had like last semester or something like that yeah i yeah well basically there's only like a few teachers in the whole design program that are like actually in my opinion good teachers sorry gcu but like a lot of the teachers will just let you get by with shitty work and i i just i don't like that and so the one teacher at my school that i really liked uh doesn't let you do that and when i was thinking about dropping out i talked to him and he kind of told me like if you go into western you're not going to actually be good. You're just good oh, yeah. because you're in Western. And, like, I, to some degree, I understand what he was saying. Like, and at the time, if I had not continued with school, I think he was probably right. Like, looking back on my portfolio then versus now, I think he's probably right. Oh, yeah. He was basically saying just to expand your portfolio more. He was saying, like, you need to keep going because you need to clean up your shit. Because you're only succeeding in Western <laughs> right now because there's no one else. Is what he was basically saying. Like, there's not a lot of graphic designers. Which he's kind of right. Like, I when I look back at my portfolio, I wouldn't have been able to contend with uh, mainstream graphic designers at that time. I thought mm-hmm. I could because I was doing so good in, but I did have that fear. Like I wanted to, I didn't want to just be a good Western graphic designer. I wanted to be a good graphic designer that could get any job. And so I'm glad I stayed, but I don't know now that I'm choosing to go into Western, I feel like there's still, she is friends with that teacher and they're very close. And so I have a feeling like they just work closely together and I have a feeling that she has some of the same feelings and thinks that I am bad and that's why I'm going and she hadn't looked at my portfolio until like last week or the week before and now she knows I'm not bad but um I don't know she she kind of she's very like kind of rude to me about my portfolio she like reviewed everyone else's but mine if she listens to this she's definitely gonna know who this is about but lady you're being very rude to me, so if you're hearing this, just know that you're affecting <laughs> you're my life. It is feeling. Yeah. <laughs> um, but she looked at my portfolio and, or didn't re- give it to me, give it back to me and get, gave me a grade and then graded, looked at everybody else's and 
critique theirs. And then like a couple weeks later, finally had done mine after I asked her like, hey, where's mine? And then I didn't show up to class that day because I was literally crying the night before because I was just like so stressed out. And her class was like very confusing and like she wasn't being clear on what we needed to turn in. And then she was getting mad that we weren't, we weren't understanding what she was saying and it just was not a good day. And I was like, I need to stay home. Like I just need a mental health day. Uh, and then she sent me a passive aggressive message and was like, well, I had your portfolio done, but you didn't show up. So I guess you'll have to get that next week question mark. And I was like, I have missed one day. Like, can you not be rude right now? Like sh she had missed two days of class at that point. So I was like, it's not like I just don't show up all the time. Like I'm, and like she did she text you she pinged me on our like app that we use oh yeah wow. yeah and i was like that's really like out of her way to do and it's that. kind of rude to say that when like yes you yes you, it is you took three weeks to get it back to me and you gave everybody else especially with right no away. context like did you even let her know why you were gone i didn't like, i didn't so that like and usually i do i'm and most people don't do that i feel like i like whenever mm -hmm. i tell people i text my i message my professors i'm like hey that's what's going on. I'm not coming. I didn't do it that day because I was just, like I said, I was not doing well mentally. Like, it's like a lot. Of, it's a combination of a lot of things. Like, social media, just like the way that it is. We talk about this all the time. You have, like, you go through yeah. waves. And, like, I right now I'm definitely on the downside because of, like, school, graduating, trying to figure out my business. And then I've had, like, a lot of people copy me recently and copy us. And it's, like, affecting me very deeply and, like, making me not mm -hmm. want to be on here anymore. And it just feels like when you are an original person, you just get like you don't get rewarded for that like people just copy yeah. you and it's like okay why am i even being myself on here if people are just gonna fucking steal my personality so that all of that combined is uh not affecting me yeah. great and then i've like stopped doing a bunch of things that i was doing that were making me feel great last semester and because like i'm i'm like too mentally drained to want to do anything but like reading and mm -hmm. running and all these i know i was really happy to see yesterday that you like picked up reading and you started doing that again and it actually made me think when I was watching the stories I think it was this morning or something I was like I feel like I haven't seen you or like heard you really talk about reading or that type of thing for a while actually I, you I, know there's been a lot of stuff that's been going on so I feel like since like NFR you've just been go 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 and then I feel like yesterday whatever came over you or whatever you were like dude I need to slow down and just like do what I love to do yeah and that's like bit like literally big such big facts all of that because like i d stopped reading probably in like october november i almost read 50 books last year and that was my goal was to read 50 books and then i ended up falling flat at the end of the year and just not reading because i got so busy and i was like i'm fine like whatever because i always think of reading as just like something i like get really into and then am not super into like just depending on you know the season of my life but now i'm realizing like no like it's literally like something i need to do to like make myself feel better because like other people mm -hmm. can like ride their horse and like escape the world right and feel like you're just like vibing relaxing when i ride my horse i'm just thinking about all the things i'm doing wrong and how much better i need to get and like it's a competitive thing mm -hmm. with myself so like it's not relaxing and like i don't like graphic design and art is no longer relaxing for me because it's like my business and my job and like creating content is no longer relaxing for me because i like really care about what i'm doing um so like literally reading is the only thing that i can do where i'm like I can just go away from my life and be somewhere completely different, be a completely different person, like just not even think about anything. And it is like the best way to escape. And I don't. Yeah, it's grounding. Yeah. When I stop doing it, it, it affects me because I just need to get away. Like sometimes everything that's going on. And especially when you are 
like me and, and like you, and we need to have like 20 different tasks going on at one time to be happy. Like I need to be doing lots mm-hmm. of different things like to keep me busy. Like it can go, all get really overwhelming and reading is something that I need to like not do anything and just do that. And well, it's funny how fast you like stray away from doing that sort of thing. Cause even at the beginning of the year, I did the thank week mm-hmm. and I was starting to write every day and I was like, dude, I don't want to go away from this. I want to make sure that I'm at the very least writing every single day and I was going through my goals and stuff through my on my planner yesterday and I realized I haven't written anything in two maybe three weeks two and a half weeks it's been a long time and like same with you I've been stressed out lately and kind of like on the verge of where I feel like really inspired and I feel like something big is about to happen but then at the same time (laughs) a little bit mentally unstable same for me it always is this pattern of I do really good I'm on the up and up I'm like grinding something amazing happens and then afterwards I like try to keep it going and then after a while it starts to like plateau off and usually I wait until I hit rock bottom until I'm like okay whoa things need to shift I need to that's like literally a habit that we are so similar just in general I need to yeah it's not it's just like something that I like I don't know why I have to wait until I'm like doing really bad in order to want to take care of myself you know I really wait until that gas tank is completely empty Emma Chamberlain was talking about this a lot she talks about how her dad's a painter and so he gets burnt out all the time because he's a creative person and he always tells her like why don't you just take like like stopping the burnout only takes like an hour a day or like a one day like why do you why not just take the one day Mm -hmm. off instead of having like three weeks straight of unproductiveness like you could just take the days off like be fine Mm -hmm. but you (laughs) but she talks about too how hard that is when you're self-employed like because you are literally your own boss you have your own schedule and then you're also somebody that is really really hard on yourself and you want to make sure that you're not being lazy you're being responsible you're delegating correctly so if you like (laughs) at least for me even if I take an hour break just to go spend time with my horses throughout the day after I just worked six fucking hours on homework I want to go spend an hour out there I'm like ooh, an hour that seems like little too much maybe like a half hour why by the time it's over with i go back inside i still just feel yeah like i still don't feel very inspired literally all like and i like i also get like i confuse like work there's like work tasks that you do that aren't work like mandatory time with family that you have to spend or like all like events you're obligated to go to which are fun like this weekend my mother-in-law was here i love my mother-in-law sorry i'm breaking fitness plans our nation's air force everyone <laughs> thank you for thank you for being on the podcast uh u.s air force um, thank you for your service i'm saluting you you guys can't see it but i am uh, but my mother-in-law we give them free advertisements throughout our entire literally podcast. guys I mean, this is why i'm trying to get an office space oh that was another one anyways so i my mother-in-law was here this weekend and we had so much fun and we but we like ran around all weekend with her going places and so i couldn't just like do nothing or do my homework you know like you're you're doing stuff the whole time and you're like using that brain power like to be at these events and to be around these people like we went to yeah. a big super bowl party with people yeah we went to a big super bowl party and like i, I don't didn't know any of the people at it so i had to like socialize the whole time which is easy for me but it's also like draining still Pull out the extra version yeah like because yeah. it's if i don't know the people i'm like 
you know, you're being a version of yourself that is, you know, going to be okay for someone you don't know because you're, like, waiting to let out the crazy. Yeah, you're just not fully comfortable. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so yeah. that, you know, and I, so I t- look at all that and I'm like, well, I didn't do any homework this weekend or any work. So I was relaxing. Like that was my time off and it really wasn't relaxing. I didn't relax at all. Mm-hmm. It was like, I was working, basically doing a different type of work all weekend. I didn't take any time for myself. And so obviously you don't feel any mm-hmm. better when Monday comes around, like, and you're supposed to be at school. Like you're not going to feel better. You still feel just as strained. Yeah. yeah. And those things like reading, like it's so stupid because you don't want to do it. Like, and you're like, Oh God, if I read right now, like, it's just like, I just don't want to, I just don't want to, I just don't want to. And literally after just five minutes of doing it, you're like, why was I not fucking doing this? I talked about that in the think week podcast where even writing in my journal, it's not necessarily like, I don't want to, like, I'm just so against it. Subconsciously. I'm just like, I have better things to do. I could do it later. Like I'm always just like, Oh, I could just do that in a little bit. I don't on my schedule intentionally make sure that this is happening because it really isn't like when it comes down to it in my head, it's not really as much of a priority as work and stuff when it should be. Literally the, and the worst part about it is like, I love doing it so much. Like, especially like with the reading, like I was trying to get into like a new series and like, I watch a lot of YouTube while I work and I've been like, I watch like booktube people. So like people that review books and like read books mm-hmm. and I've been like seeing all these ones I want to read, but like starting something new is like kind of intimidating. Cause you, anybody that doesn't like to read, they're like, well, it's just boring and I can't get into it. And I'm like, yeah, there's like a, like when you start something new, there's like a, a, the first hundred pages where you're just learning and you're just pushing through right to get to it. So if you haven't read in a long time, you're not going to want to do that work through the first hundred pages. Cause mm-hmm. you don't even like, you're thinking like, this isn't worth it, whatever. That, that's why I ended up going and getting, yeah, you have to get past like building that. Habit, yeah. And know? like, that's why I went and got the book that I got because that book just came out and I've been reading the series since last year. And I read the first two books last year and then this one had just came out. And I knew that if I picked this up, I had already done all that work, like that hundred page work. I already know all the characters I already know what's going on. So like, I can just jump in and just be like, and get it done, like, read the whole thing so fast, and, like, get out of my, like, little slump where I don't want to read, because I'll experience that, like, you know, that you're there, and it feels like you're there, and you're, like, you know exactly, like, you just want to know what happens next, want to know what happens next, want to know what happens next, and you already understand the world, and, like, that part of, like, the fun part of reading is already happening, so that's why I picked up that, because I was like, okay, well, if I read this, it'll motivate me to read other things, because I literally have, like, a bookshelf full of things, like, Dune, you know the movie Dune? with Zendaya and Mm. yeah so that is a book actually was like the book that inspired Star Wars and I I have it sitting in I've had it in my backpack for literally four months like since I stopped reading six months maybe and it's just sitting there and I would read a chapter and then like not read anything else because I haven't like actually gotten to the point where I'm like into it yet and like I really want to freaking read it but I just can't get myself to so I'm hoping like reading this I'm going to get back into it and then move on read all the other things I need to read and just keep up a habit of like also trying not to do it for like I'm, like, very, I talk about this all the time. I, like, can't do anything at, like, a normal, just relaxing pace. Like, last year, I was, like. Yeah, I was just going to say, don't burn yourself out of it. I'm, like, I'm going to read 50 books. And I was, like, I need to read eight books a month. And then, like, you're just reading and that's all you're doing. I'm, like, let's just keep up. And then all of a sudden, that becomes a chore. Like, cause yes. you're like, you have to meet this goal that you have. And now all of a sudden you have another job. <laughs> Great. Yep. Literally the yep. last thing you needed. Which is what, like, that's what I did. I had a book club on my last account and that's what I did with the book club. It like ended up being this really big chore. And I was like every month doing all these graphics for it and like <laughs> made it into this like very competitive, serious, that's like business you. thing. I was making 
no money off of it. I was like holding, like I would like send a graphic with all the information about the books and what star rating they had. And then I would like give a paragraph about why I thought we should read it. And then I would have a Google form that everybody could vote on. And like, it was like too much. That was like the self-care cowgirl, which is something that eventually I would love to come back to. But same (laughs) principle, I created a fucking job out of Mm -hmm. self-care. I'm like, that's not what you needed. Are you kidding me? You're like, this will be so relaxing. I'll run a book club and then I'll make graphics for free and I'll message everybody and I'll set up Zoom. I a 30-day challenge and everything. Yeah. (laughs) And they'll be great. And I'll do extensive research and I'll poll everybody and I'll keep all the I'll keep all the recommendations in this tab and I'll make a discord and like god it was just like which not- that's what's sad is like it's actually a really great idea and I saw it bring a lot of people together but yeah. it's like <laughs> evaluating our lives yeah we can be at a lot of or we can be good at a lot of things but should we be probably not for our own mental well-being probably not I think I might do it again like after I graduate because I could like yeah take it on and like not be as crazy about it and like maybe Mm. like find somebody else that wants to run it with me and we can like both just kind of do it uh but and then it'll just be fun it won't be a job anymore um and i also will have more time i think that's the thing is some things like come and go like even for me the self-care cowgirl i love that idea and i have like dreams for it for one day but you gotta be like self-aware enough to put some things literally on the back burner for like maybe years like maybe five ten years you know but just know that if it's meant to happen, it's going to come back. Exactly. And I want my accounts to be just like a, a full representation of me. Like I'm not, I don't want to like put myself in any, like I'm a, this account, I'm a that account, or I only do this. Like I don't post reading content. Like I don't want to be one of those people. Like I want to be whatever I like is what I post like art or clothes or books or whatever. And so I want to incorporate more book content onto my Instagram just because it was such a big part of my last account when I and yeah. when I was reading and like I love reading and like if you're listening to this and you say you don't like reading you're lying you do you just haven't read the right thing yet and you haven't done that work to get to the good part of the book where you're like escaping your life and you're somewhere else and you get to like literally feel like you're traveling and be somewhere else but you don't have to leave I mean I can totally attest that's why we're doing this podcast that we're doing today the alchemist yeah. I like literally when you first told me about it, I was very hesitant to get into it because it just didn't sound like the type of book that I was into, even though really I wasn't reading at all. So I don't know how I would know what my preference is. So I really underestimated The Alchemist. And I think that's what people do with reading in general is they just like underestimate what the book could really serve to them, but you don't know until you actually read it. I took a class in school um, when I was very first, I thought I was gonna be like in I'm just taking my gen eds, but I took uh, book burning and censorship and I didn't think it was going to be a cool class and I loved it. Um, and one of the things they talk about, about the reason banning books is so stupid uh, is because like a lot of people, you'll meet a lot of people in your life. that are like, well, yeah, I can't, well, like, I know you're giving me advice, but I have to experience it in order to, to make that choice. Like I have to learn my, on my own, you know, like they'll say like, you'll say like, Hey, don't marry that guy and they're like oh well i have to learn my own way so i'm gonna marry this really bad person anyways and you know be or be in this bad relationship and you're like okay i don't really understand that logic but whatever but when you read you like experience like and in especially like the fantasy genre you experience whatever that character is going through and you can understand things in a way that there's no other way to to experience it It feels like like you're there we're talking about in the last podcast where you read that one book that um the girl was going through a domestic violent or a, a relationship with domestic violence and you like before obviously had 
this ideal that how could somebody get into a relationship like this and be manipulated by somebody that's so abusive and then you read the book and you're actually put in her perspective and you realize and you're being manipulated quickly yeah yeah and you feel the same way because you're like wait i really like him like why Mm -hmm. is he hitting her you know like that it's just so 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 interesting like and fantasy is the same way because like people always are like like you're saying like how does it relate to me like Harry Potter. How does Harry Potter relate to me? Like, it's freaking wizards and it's all this magic stuff. But, like, there are so many things for me growing up watching and reading Harry Potter, like, that I took into my personality because you see the characters be brave. You see them stand up to their friends when it's, like, that's a really hard thing to do. You see Hermione, who's, like, a know-it-all and a super smart girl, which is, like, not the cool thing, like, when you're in school. And I wanted to be like her. She made me, want like, think that was cool. And you, like, even though they're in these, like, extra crazy circumstances, usually, it's just you learn so much from watching them grow and change. And, like, you learn so much about people, about good people, bad people. I love, like, the way that good writers, like, capture how humans interact it makes Mm -hmm. you a better communicator in your normal life because like Mm -hmm. you watch like right a guy that comes into the book and you think he's a good guy and then he actually turns out to be a bad guy and you can like see it in the way he acts and like you can like sometimes you'll be in your normal life and you'll be like this reminds me of so-and-so from that book like i feel like something's off here and you just like learn how to pick up on that stuff because the people who write they study you know that stuff so they can write it well and it's just i really cannot explain enough how great it is what's up guys hannah beth here to talk to you about dare to be a cowboy which is a nonprofit that i founded in 2014 our mission is to ensure that all youth regardless of where they're from what their financial status is or any other constraints that they may have that they still have access to the resources and the support and the education to thrive within the western and agricultural industry whether that means that they just want to learn how to ride horses or if they want to rope or whatever their dreams may be. We offer programs and opportunities such as monthly grants, clinic scholarships, entry fee scholarships, backstage experiences at pro rodeos, and so much more. If you want to get involved, go to our website at daretobeacowboy.org or if you want to refer a child to be a recipient of our experiences, you can go to the website as well. That is, again, daretobeacowboy.org. So again, if you guys want to get involved, absolutely do so. Become a part of the movement dare to be a cowboy is for the future of the western and the agricultural lifestyles now let's get back to the podcast okay your life update what is going on with hannah beth so i started school two three weeks ago i'm graduating in june too for this degree so it's like kind of motivating to be able to get it done um one of my big goals this year was to get better with numbers in general and i didn't really know how i was going to do that i guess i just didn't really realize like what classes i was going to be taking like this semester so i was thinking i was going to have to take like a course and stuff and literally my last three classes are calculus business economics and managerial accounting so it's super fun (laughs) i know it's honestly horrible but i will say it's nice because there's obviously still some classes in the past couple of semesters that i've had to take that don't necessarily relate to dare to be a cowboy or my business at all so considering this was one of my goals it's also something that helps me out a lot and it motivates me but yeah so that's that was school and then moonshine she is technically 16 days away from when she can have her baby which is so insane yeah, so that's, they have babies from, their, like, gestational period is 320 to 370 days, 370 days. So 16 days from now would be 320, so she'd technically be a little bit early, but it's still possible, essentially. That and it's nuts. actually, 
I know it's actually really wild like I thought I heard the baby hiccup the other day like anytime you go out there I have people come over all the time and I just have them stand there for like two seconds and you can immediately feel the baby move and it's so cool to see like all the other people get really excited about it so we're working on the folding stall and all those details I'm definitely going to be taking a lot of videos of the whole process and like putting yes. it on my YouTube and everything because I was just thinking about it too um, a couple of days ago I found out that moonshine was bred when I was there with you in April when we were on I was just thinking about that yeah the mountain <laughs> yeah so um yeah so it's been quite a while that we've been working towards this and it's like finally all coming together um and then one of my other goals actually for this year was we talked about it and I think the last podcast was to get better about delegation and I you know with, with dare to be a cowboy and everything it's not we don't have employees yet but we have volunteers and these are all people that are hungry to put in the time and they always have been and I've always felt like I just really haven't done like the volunteer side of dare to be a cowboy justice because just like with anything in my life I'm a control freak and I'm a perfectionist and I have a vision and I would like to execute that vision and I know exactly how to do it so I'm like I can just do it myself kind of essentially you know yeah. but this year I'm like that can't happen so we had our first meeting and it was really cool because we had 14 people there and we have 16 members total right now and that's just really exciting to finally have a team of people and I put together committees for the organization as a whole so people have more of a focus on what they're working for towards the year and it's not so scrambled and things that I probably should have done years ago but you know things have to come together at some point yeah you hey it, it's a process to figure it all out so yeah and I've been young you know so I yeah I, definitely school has helped me out a lot I'm sure I could have taken courses or whatever and I really do need to get more on the nonprofit focus side of things but nonprofits are really only different from business in that you don't take profit from things but you still got to run it as a business you know so we're just getting ready for this year we're working with legacy and stuff too that's a horse that i'm planning on selling later down the road and i think i actually already found her a home which that's is awesome. like a little bit stressful to me because oh yeah yeah well i don't know like i just i'm like okay i have three four months ish until i want her to be really finished up and just so happens that one of my closest lesson girls her horse that she got this last year is just such a pain so yeah. she caught wind that I'm gonna be selling legacy and so now I'm like okay legacy like you got some big shoes to fill for this little girl so yeah it's just gonna be a lot of work but she's proven herself to be really cool and it's just overall in general I really wanted to get back into working with the horses and stuff this year because this last year I was away from it a little bit like with dare to be a cowboy and everything I didn't barrel race at all moonshine yeah. was pregnant so I was like okay we can just take a break and it's been really nice because Keek and I are building a breakaway arena just to like spend so time exciting. outside with the horses to me it can be really irritating a lot of times but horses riding horses is really grounding for me and it's one yeah. of those things that I always just take for granted because I'm like they're in my backyard like I can ride them tomorrow you know and at some point they're gonna get too old and I'm gonna regret like not spending time with them so yeah we're making sure to do a lot of that right now and I hope it stays and sticks throughout the rest of the year and I can't wait for you guys to come here because then you guys will be able to break away with us because we'll definitely have the breakaway arena set up by then so we'll yeah. have like a big barbecue slash breakaway party you make me want to like trailer my horses up and stuff and like do that instead of like flying there like genuinely yeah. you it should sounds so fun I mean Especially after Taylor's plan I I'm know. like 
<laughs> like literally anybody can do it, I guess. Like she's ballsy. <laughs> I know. She goes like, I yeah, I think I'm not gonna fly. I think I'm gonna drive all the way down there. I was like, Are you sure? She's like, Yeah. I'm like, Okay. <laughs> like I want to meet Rugen and I want to meet Judy, and so I'm like excited, and we're gonna trail mm-hmm. ride and do a bunch of fun stuff, and I'm really excited. But I like yeah, I thought she was ballsy too. I'm like, Okay, Taylor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Bring your horses. Like we're gonna for have real. the best time. She's gonna be here for literally a week in March. This is Taylor from Sagebrush Cowgirl. If you're listening. Uh, she's awesome. I love her. We've been friends for a long time. Like, since I very first started my first account. Like, that was the first time I had ever talked to Taylor. Uh, like, so, so crazy that she's gonna come here and meet me. I have not met yeah, her in person from yet. Oregon to Arizona. And then, yeah. I'm in the middle, so she's apparently stopping here for a pit stop on the way, which is really exciting, because I yeah. haven't met her at all either, and I've talked to her a little bit, like, through Katie and stuff, so, yeah, I am really excited. She is super cool, and it uh, makes me, like, be like, okay, I can, like, trailer my horses up to see Hannah Beth. I, I want you to come down here and break away with me, too. Like, I feel like in the wintertime, mm-hmm. you could come to so many jackpots. It would just be so fun. Yeah, Especially I'm excited. Yeah, that's well. pretty much it for all of my life updates. I kind of just did a little bit of a brief one, but we touched on, like, my mood lately when you were talking about it. Just, like, feeling inspired lately, but also challenged for sure i feel like when big things happen like i get really like worried that i don't deserve them or that i'm not Mm -hmm. like that i I don't know i have such a weird feeling about like big accomplishments and like you and i are working on something for the podcast that will hopefully work out but we don't know what's going on with it um and like even if it doesn't work out like we're gonna live and be fine but like it's scary to think about that and like to be doing that and and to not know, like, this could either work out and we could, our life could go in one direction, or this could just not work out and our life could go in kind of a different direction. So yeah. that's kind of weird to be, like, in a place where it's kind of in the hands of somebody else to get back to us and figure this stuff out, you know? And it all comes to a head at the same time. Like, everything yeah. does. Like, like the Disney internship, this, mm-hmm. graduating from school, Moonshine's baby, like, like every single thing at one time for sure yeah i mean between the winter and the spring just lately i just there's so many pivotal moments in my life that have happened just like all of a sudden and i think it just happens like you're saying it just hits you like a brick wall i haven't stopped running since nfr like i have not stopped go girl going 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 like just constantly like oh you mean like doing business not, not actually jogging running yeah i mean like <laughs> i mean like the jogging kick i'm like damn no. girl that is good that is no oh <laughs> uh, i i mean like just like running around doing business stuff and like making yeah. content posting consistently like i don't know i think i'm gonna fall off the wagon this week because i just don't have any content to go up after the photo i posted and i don't feel like making mm-hmm. anything and Take the opportunity to do a think week for a second. Even if you want to post stuff still, like have Ethan log on and post it for you or something like that. I might just do stories because I can like, Mm -hmm. I, stories are really fun for me and I like doing it and I don't mind it at all. So I'll Mm -hmm. just keep doing that, but just not post anything this week and then get back to it next week and just try to relax. Yeah, and for everybody listening, Katie's going to record an audio diary talking about all of the stuff that she's kind of processing through right now. 
I like to share. It's like my little therapy sessions. Like, you guys are like my therapist. I like to share exactly what I'm going through. I feel like sometimes I need to justify why I'm doing it. Like, I'm not doing it for, like, attention or something. I just, mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of people go through this stuff and no one talks about it. No one says, like. No, that's the point of our podcast. Like, it's yeah. literally to document. I mean, we have guests on and we like to have that. But, you know, this entire podcast is really kind of just to talk about mine and your, our journey. You know, our yeah. journey through reaching whatever goals that we have and just like as a young cowgirl trying to navigate life and being honest about the feelings you have while it's happening because like from the outside it looks so easy or simple or clear and it's like really not like that ever Mm -hmm. and I that's why I like to share that kind of stuff with people and like I I think one of the biggest things on that is the clarity I think a lot of people think like as a West Desperado or as somebody who's like up there that they just have it figured out like they know exactly where their life is going and where they want their journey to go and that's like I think that's like the hardest part about all of it is you don't know what decisions truly are the right decisions and you have to navigate all of these different obstacles and you just you don't know there is no true clarity I feel like yeah or you think like the the like I get comments all the time about how confident I am and like you think I'm sure that people think I'm like that all the time but it's like not true at all or that I like share everything and I just don't care but like I do care and like there are people in my life that don't like me like this professor and it's like really hard for me like I'm sure there are other people like she just does not care what anyone thinks I'm like yeah no I do like like Yeah. yeah I don't but also I do and like there are certain things that like get to me and I don't know. I feel like everybody needs to talk about that because it's just life is very real and not as easy as it looks on someone's Instagram or Instagram stories or whatever. And that's why. Yeah. And I even from my my own perspective, I've seen people going through stuff and like they look overly confident. It makes me feel inferior, you know, because I'm like, well, so why do I have this type of anxiety or why do I have these insecurities? And like, why doesn't, you know, this person have to go through that? But then it's like one of those things at the NFR, like when you listen to really in-depth interviews with people that you like, everyone has so much anxiety and like fear and there's so much uncertainty going through like even just what I was saying earlier there's not any direction for any of us we have to all make our own decision for our life and that's a lot of pressure and like there's no person that is going to be able to like make those decisions and go through this lightheartedly you know this is our life and a lot of people struggle with that and I think actually everybody struggles with that a lot of everyone know how to mask it pretty well no one is as confident as they look. Everyone's trying to figure shit out. Does like has their insecurities. Doesn't know what's happening next. Doesn't know if they're doing the right thing. And like the people that are successful are usually just the people that fought through that anxiety long enough to see mm. results. Like they failed lots of times or didn't know what to do lots of times, and they just kept stayed true to what they wanted, and that's mm. why they were successful. And that's what I'm trying to do, and what you're trying to do, and. Yeah, I think it's just good to be honest about that when you're going through it because you usually don't hear... I feel like you don't usually hear about those people until they're already doing something successfully. And so I, I hope that people can can watch us and, and see us like through the process of us getting successful at one point, you know? Oh, Keegan just so came nice. in and interrupted and gave me steak with eggs. How sweet Aww. is he? <laughs> I'm going to make Ethan get me salad and go for lunch because I... <laughs> I had a grilled cheese sandwich for breakfast because I had no, like, I knew I didn't have time to make eggs. So I was like, okay, I can't make eggs and sausage or eggs and bacon. I don't have any avocado, so I can't make avocado toast. I don't want cereal. So, like, literally, I used the last of my cheese in my entire home. And Did you see I, that little griddle thing I got? The little turquoise one? Yeah. Is, it's a, is it a griddle or is it, like, a 
what's it called like a waffle maker that's what like i thought a it was skillet oh well they have a waffle maker one specifically for waffles but they have the one that i have is just flat so i guess it would be like a skillet or something i guess maybe i need that like that's so much easier than i can just like leave it and not do anything yeah it's so nice and then it, it's not really good with navigating the heat sometimes it takes a really long time and then sometimes it doesn't but and then like the light on top i feel like is pretty much worthless but probably because it's for like pancakes or something like that but we've literally made tacos eggs um pancakes on it and then you could do uh, literally anything it's so nice and it was only eight bucks i was like are you kidding did you get it at walmart yeah because that's where i saw the waffle maker okay i'm gonna go get one I feel like I need one. In the turquoise, it's so cute. Like, why would you not want it? Okay, well, I think we're actually kind of leaning into the alchemist talking about our goals and all of that. So I feel like, uh, for those of you listening, we're, like, recording another episode of the podcast after this that you will also be getting. Yeah. I don't know what order these are going to be in, if the other one's going to be first or this one. But uh, I think we're going to record that now. But that's our left life update. I hope you're all doing amazing and you're doing well. And... I wish you all the confidence in the world and the clarity in making your life choices because <laughs> it, yeah. it is a season of change for everyone, I think, right now. Actually, yeah, I would definitely yeah. attest to that. I feel like we go through this stagnant point in the beginning of the year and then like people are like, OK, what's my next move? But yeah, thank you guys for taking the time to listen to this podcast. I feel like we were a little bit all over the place. We didn't even a little do bit. an intro, but it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. Yeah, we just needed to talk. This is our therapy session. But okay, we'll see you guys in the okay, next one. Thanks, guys. We'll see you in the next podcast. Bye.